I'm Joe. And I'm Lee. We are the Rewinders, re-watching childhood movies to see if they still hold up. This time, we watched... Aliens. Aliens. With an S. The sequel to Alien. Yes. Aliens. A lot of people, when they say it, they think, oh, you the first one? No, that one's Alien. This one's Aliens. Yeah. It's clever to say Aliens instead of Alien 2. I even heard someone the other day referencing Aliens 3 as Aliens 4. Mm. And I'm like, what in the... How? Mm. And then on top of it, they talked about the kid in Aliens as being part of that movie. Uh, uh, no. Wait, you're saying Winona Ryder in <laughs> Aliens well, 4? Or are they saying the kid... Okay. Well, Winona, yeah, no. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Yes. Oh, man. It was one of those, like, nails on chalkboard moments where I'm just yes. like, I need to correct <sighs> you, but I'm walking away. Well, this is Aliens First Blood Part 1. <laughs> oh, man. No, Aliens 1986. This one is directed by and written by James Cameron. Yes. Yeah, so this is important. This is his... Uh, Second movie, because I think his first one was Terminator, The Terminator. Okay, so that one was first. Yeah, that was his first one okay. on his on his own. I, I think, yeah, that's the first one he directed too, because he was a uh, he d- he was a special effects guy and mm-hmm. scene builder for. Um, can't think of the gentleman's name. He makes tons of cheap cheap movies. Roger Corman. Oh, okay. Okay, there he is, and that's where he learned his craft and how to make things look as good as they can with a budget. And surprisingly, this movie it was. Only $18 million back in 1986. I looked it up and did math. Mm-hmm. And for inflation, it cost only a hundred, uh, no, four, $43 million. Yeah, that's not much at all that's for a That's nothing for this action huge movie. action movie with yeah. special effects everywhere. And, it, and it, it looks great still, I think, to this day. For the most part, yes. And that's what I remember as a kid was how big of a movie this was. All the Marines with all their gear, their awesome guns. This one I remember a lot as uh, from a kid. Yeah, with the gear, for the most part, everything has a place. And if it's there, there's a purpose. Yep, there's a reason for it, too. So there isn't fluff. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do kind of have their body plate armor. But, yeah. And there's not that much of a point to it. But, I mean, if you <laughs> consider it as flak gear, then yes. it has point. Well, yeah. And that's what we don't really know about the colonial marines is what are they usually up against they're not usually up against uh aliens with well, acid blood well or... yeah not not with acid so yeah blood, their armor they, really doesn't do anything they for do them. mention that they they've been up bug hunts bug so. hunts and they've yeah. encountered other alien races Maybe. Yeah, that yeah. they've had a good time with that were a lot easier to deal with than, yes. than these uh, this this was new xenomorphs yeah but so would you say this is definite childhood movie that like we've done other movies in the past where we barely remember? Oh no no this this one I don't remember when I started watching it, mm-hmm. but I've watched it many times since yeah. it came out. It's almost scene by scene etched into my brain. I would agree. Um, well, do we talk about the first movie, Alien? A little bit, I guess, or not too much. No, no. We're just okay. going to go okay. on the assumption that everyone knows what okay. what happened. Yeah, uh, watch that. Watch that movie too. Very good. Yeah, so we start and we're on a um, a ship floating through space, and we go inside of it, and it is a little bit ice covered. All the equipment is shut down, and then we see a pod that has ice over it, and then a, a larger ship tractor beaming it or getting a hold of it in in space. And then I like how it, the door cuts open; it's precise. Yeah, a robot arm cuts the door open, and then laser beam comes through to scan it and i like that the computer of this little ship turns on the way the the computer sounds are typewriter ish electronic 
Just terminal, like early terminals. Yeah. A lot of grinding sounds. I really like that. A bunch of people come in and they're in spacesuits and they see that here is, uh, oh, there's a woman in a pod and a cat yep. in a sleep, hyper, hypersleep thing or something. I can't remember what they call it. Yeah, I think it was called hypersleep. Hypersleep, something, something like that. They were disappointed because they thought they were, were going to able to salvage this ship, but now there's a survivor here. Cut to Earth, a beautiful... Well, is it yeah, Earth, it, I tried to judge. It looks like I it is. I think it's Earth. So it's, you know, from... It fades with her face yeah. as Earth. That's. I think it is Earth. And there's a space station around there or a matte painting. But it looks great. Ripley, she is uh, played by Sigourney Weaver, and she is in uh, Medical Bay. and Wakes up from a nightmare. Yeah, she wakes up right away from a nightmare. And, yeah, there's a nurse there saying that, you know, you need something to help you sleep. Relax. Uh, you're safe. And Paul Reiser, a guy comes in. His name is Burke. He comes in. He's holding Ripley's cat, cat named Jonesy. And he was along for the adventure in the first movie as well. They're the last two survivors of what happened. Mm-hmm. And she's happy to see Jonesy, and I'm not happy to see Paul Reiser. No one's happy to see Paul Reiser. And because this is something that, since I saw this movie first, and I associate Paul Reiser with this character, uh, my wife really likes uh, Mad About You, the TV yeah. show he was on. I can't watch it because I hate Paul Reiser <laughs> so much. Just sorry, I can't, I can't do it. See, now, I watched a lot of Mad About You as well, mm-hmm. and I was easy to separate them. But Fair enough. But yeah, I can't. If I can't. I'd watch it now, just after coming off the movie, no, no, oh, he's Burke. dead to me. Mm-hmm. So uh, this character Burke, he sits down and he says, "I'm here with the comp- the company." He calls it. Says that has nobody talked to you about how how long you've been asleep. And she says, "No." He says, "You've been asleep for 57 years. Your craft spaceship flew through our core systems, and just on a mirac- miraculous uh, luck that you were caught by a salvage team." So you're lucky to be alive and surviving asleep that long. And that's why she doesn't recognize this, the space station and all the fancy new technology new technology that, that has advanced since then. She starts to have a panic attack. Yeah, it starts slowing down, starts losing hearing, and then Jonesy the cat. The cat starts hissing and running away. Yeah. And then, oh no, kill me. She starts freaking out and then looks down at her chest, belly, and she has a chest burster trying to alien trying to pop out of her and then she wakes up just before it starts singing show tunes before it <laughs> <I'll get to that. laughs> oh, i don't want to say anything about <laughs> space balls because that's another movie but anyway no. yeah and then she wakes up in another another nightmare right away the nurse needs some drugs yep. have trouble sleeping Once, yeah a little monitor turns oh, on yeah <laughs> want some drugs go to sleep Come on, it's the future. She would just have hit a button already it was and so, it, it, drugs in her. It was, it was instantaneous, too, that how she just pops up in the monitor. Having trouble sleeping? I guess, you know. Yeah. Surveillance. Keep keep watch on her. Come to one of the first. So, oh, yeah, we, I forgot to say, we watched the director's cut yes. of this movie, which I personally think is the only way to watch this movie. Because it has a lot more stuff. A lot more scenes that really flesh out the characters and what's happening and the story. And it's just, it's all good. None of it is unnecessary in my it, opinion it's not like the theatrical cut 
doesn't survive on its own, but it gives you that extra bit of knowledge of who uh, certain characters yep. are and motivations. Yeah, a lot of motivation. And uh, here, and this next scene is from the director cut. That's not in the theatrical cut. She, uh, Ripley is sitting on a park bench uh, by some trees. She doesn't look to be too happy, and then she picks up a remote and turns off the background, which was just a giant TV. She's still on the space station. Burke comes by. She says, "Have you have any news on my daughter?" And he says, "Hey, I want to brief you on the on the meeting with the company first. Yeah, yeah, my my daughter. Oh, he uh, Burke says, um, your your daughter. Here's a picture of her. She was 66, but she died two years ago. I'm sorry. And the funny thing is for us because we're from Wisconsin, she was buried in Little Shoot, Wisconsin. Yeah." little shout out which is so now that also makes me want to jump back to the first movie to see if they reference anything from wisconsin in that yeah i don't think so i i think i looked up just briefly i don't it doesn't say that um ellen ripley is from wisconsin at all but we'll yeah, assume it doesn't i would we'll, I don't know. We'll, we'll say she is and so she, yeah she sees a picture printout of her her daughter who's an old lady dead looks but older than 66 but yeah 66 that's not old enough and i don't know but Whatever she died, yeah, and so that just sets up that yeah she was a mom. She did say I promised to come back to her, and I didn't. So that's a little bit of that. Um, mm-hmm. Then they go to the meeting, and a bunch of big wigs are, oh, tell us a story again. I already told you three. Uh, how many more times do you want me to tell this same story over and over again? I've been here for three hours. Yeah, and it's basically just there to make her snap. And when she does, they can strip her of all her position and title and basically leave her with nothing because the company wanted something and she didn't let that happen exactly yeah um yeah she her her pilot license is revoked she's no longer a a officer uh they're gonna do more inquests later and she's just adamant no there are these there we land on a planet on orders from your your company to pick up these aliens and we did so and then only one killed my entire crew and I'm the only survivor, and we had to blow up the ship to stop it to not die. Yeah, 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 whatever. Um, it doesn't matter anyway. We have a, a colony there. They've been there for 20 years, and they have never seen any aliens that you talk about here. What? She yeah. says. You guys are crazy. Now, also, this board is the ICC, which I can't remember if they listed what know. the ICC is. In my interpretation, it's the, the council that oversees interstellar traffic flight mm-hmm. that kind of stuff so that's not Wayland Nutani at this okay. point it's not the company but obviously the company has major sway major into so. the ICC allowing that whole situation to happen yeah and that's I, I guess I didn't notice that because I always thought the company has such great influence on everything that yeah, Wayland um Utani Wayland U- yeah Utani, Utani okay. I, I always yeah I usually just say Wayland because well, yeah, that's is, easier to say yeah corporation uh then we cut do we go to another of the uh not necessarily deleted scenes but extended scenes where we're now we're on planet lv or actually it's a moon lv 426 and it's a windy kind of stormyish type planet and there's um well it's windy and stormy because Wayland Nutani's got a uh, atmosphere creator on it. Yeah, that's right. They said they're ter- they tor- terraform planets now. They've been doing it for a long time, and they have hundred uh, hundreds of planets they've been terraforming. And this is one of them inside of one of the buildings. The guy is just saying, "Hey, I've uh, I've a family on on the horn. They went went out to investigate this area. They're wondering if they find something, they get to keep it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. If they find it, he they can keep it." 
I don't I don't question the company basically. Yep. And that's the big part of the scene. Yeah, that's the scene. stating that they were sent there. They were sent by the company. By the company. So whatever they find, it, it takes two two weeks to get any information anyway from the company. So we'll whatever. Uh, and then we see a bunch of kids playing around in where they shouldn't be, like on little little uh, building. Oh yeah, worlds. that's the uh, big Is, wheels. Oh, big wheel. That's right. I couldn't remember the name. <laughs> yeah, building better worlds. And then we go to a big truck going out into, right, this is Newt's family. Yeah, they're going out into exploring. And the planet's dark, and it's got just gray rocks everywhere, shadowy. There's a little bit of light, but not too much, and it's just windy. And they go to, oh, the coordinates are over here where we're told to go. Mm-hmm. And it's a family with, so you have a little girl, little boy, mom and dad, and they find a spaceship from the first movie. It looks like a big U. U. A big U. The parents say stay here. They go out. They say stay here, but they've been gone for a long time. They come back. The mom opens the door, and it's one of the first of many screens from the character oh, Newt. God, yes. As she sees her dad has a face hugger alien wrapped around his face, hugging him. With love. Aw. With tail wrapped around his neck, and she does a <laughs> scream as the camera zooms into it. I think now we're at Ripley's apartment. Yeah, we have so- Marine and Burke. Yeah, uh, Lieutenant Gorman and Burke knock on her door. She's in a crappy apartment. There's graffiti and garbage in these mm-hmm. uh, small apartment, and looks like a one barely any place to live. Block yeah, everything's in one room. Yeah, everything. Yeah, it's all compact. And oh yeah, before this, she had a nightmare. Just another nightmare yeah, of waking yeah. up. She also like abused her water. She hit it. She slapped it. No, no. It, she just left it running for far too long. Because I'm assuming oh. they're still on the space station. I, I think I'm pretty sure they're still on the space and station. And I, I can't yeah. believe that she left the water running for so long in her sink after washing her face from her nightmare. She. I fixated on that a little uh, bit too much. I didn't notice, but she almost died. Versus an alien and survived. She can waste a little bit of water. Okay, you tell that to the other people on that space station. All right, I'll tell them later. Burke and this lieutenant, this colonel, or not the colonel, uh, uh, marine. Sorry, he's, <laughs> he's a not lieutenant. a colonel. He's only a lieutenant. They're there because they want. They've lost contact with uh, LV four two six, and they want her to come by with them as a consultant because she knows about these aliens. And of course, she says new. <laughs> That's, Hell no. That is insane. <laughs> no way do I want to go do this. And Burke says, well, I could get you reinstated. Right now, the best job you can get is working at the dock. So I can get you reinstated as a flight commander so you can have a ship again. So uh, Burke says, these uh, Marines here, they're tough. Tough hombres. <laughs> we do it. They're tough hombres. They're, they're made to deal with things like this. So they're going. And she says, no, no, I don't want to do it. And then she has another nightmare, wakes up, then she calls Burke in the middle of the night. Promise me that you're going to you're going through this planet to kill and wipe out all the aliens, not to study them. And Burke says sleepily on the other video line, Yes, that's I promise. I give you my word. Now when um Burke and the Marine are in Ripley's apartment, the thing to pay attention to in that scene is that Honestly, Paul Reiser, his character doesn't look much older than the character of Ripley. So no, not at all. He calls her kiddo the whole time. Oh, wow. I didn't notice that. And uh, when he mentions what type mm. of work she's got, I mean, he is laying it thick on that. Oh, it's great that's work. A, yeah. That's a terrible job. It's Basically, a terrible job, but oh, it's it's, it's good. It's the, you know, it's, it's good. You. It's what you got. It's what you're it's ever all you're ever going to yeah. be. I mean, he he's really leaning heavy yeah, he on is. the dick ishness 
to try and force her into it. Oh, and, he gets more dick tested oh, later. <laughs> yes. But yeah, she calls and, and says, yeah, I'll, I'll agree to go with you. And then she turns to Jonesy, the cat, and says, you're staying here this time, which is wow. one of the best decisions Ripley's ever made. Although I wonder <laughs> who's taking care of Jonesy. Jonesy's uh, working the lifters. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> it's good. It's the best work he could get. It's okay. <laughs> it's honorable work, I guess. Not a flight captain or anything. And uh, then it goes to the ship. The ship. Uh, what's the name of it? Sol Solico. Sulico. Yeah, because I only hear them say it once it, in it, the and movie. And as the ship is going by, it looks like a big submarine. It's it's printed on the side. Yeah, it's one of those shots <sighs> that makes me think of like Star Wars mm-hmm. and stuff like that. When I when you see that, but then it goes inside the hangar bay, and it, the camera goes past all the pulse rifles. Mm. Uh, I, I wrote them down as tactical nukes. They're just smart missiles, I believe. And then one of the landers, yep. before it goes through other areas like the lockers <laughs> and stuff like that, just to give the idea of it, we're yeah. in the Marine Corps yep, kind of yep. thing now. And it's quiet. And just the camera just goes across, fades to one from one part of the ship to the other, and then it goes across. Yeah, the lockers, and then there's just a table, and then these dumb things in the 80s that we had that were – the silver balls that were gyroscope type yeah. things that They're were just still out there. Yeah, but I just remember in the eighties that they were brand new and popular and they made it into this movie because they look futuristic, I yes. guess. But that's the only movement you see on the, on these, on the tables. And then it goes over and there's a whole row of sleeping pods and then computer turns on, which I love. And then all the pods open up and with another really good sound effect, in my opinion, this movie James Cameron knew what he's doing. He, he has it all in his brain. I, I can see it. Just, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> he knows what he wants. He's a jerk uh, director to work with from what I understand, but that's because he knows exactly what he wants. And sure. I'm sure even comes on to sound effects because, yeah, it just, yeah, they open up and I, I saw and then a bunch of other Marines there and Ripley is there and she's sleeping with one of her arms up over her head and they've been asleep for presumably... I think two weeks at least, or 17 days, they say, t- how long it takes to get there. I think they say later on it takes 17 days sure. as a travel from Earth to here. Oh, your arm's got to be just the blood rushed down. Maybe I don't know how their sleep chambers work. That's why they don't say that kind of stuff. They because don't. Because then doesn't someone will be there going, that's not how the body works. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they're all in their underwears. Yeah. And now we're, introdu- we're starting to get introduced to all the all the cocky Marines. Yeah, Apone gets up first and Sergeant Apone chucks a cigar <laughs> in his mouth right away. All right, ladies, everybody up. It's another beautiful day in the Corps. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he just loves being a Marine. And uh, the actor who played him, he was actually uh, in the military. So you he does t- have that vibe. You can definitely tell. And then we have, have Michael Bean playing... Corporal Hicks, who's just Reese. <laughs> yeah, he play, he plays a bunch of awesome characters in movies. He's all sleepy faced, and they say, "Oh, your face looks as terrible as I feel, Hicks." And then we have the loudmouth of the group, played by Bill Paxton. Yeah, R.I.P. Bill Paxton. Uh, Hudson, and he's, ooh, the floor is cold, Sarge. I hate this job. <laughs> he just complains a lot, and then um, they they notice Ripley and. One of the other Marines asks, who's sleeping? Be- Frost, Frost asks. Frost asks, who's sleeping beauty over there? Uh, either he does or Vasquez asks Frost. Something like, okay. I remember <laughs> that. All the main ones I know. There's a few in the background that I could see better this sure. time around. With Blu-ray, 
I can see them all. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's why I watched it too. Is, yeah. But uh, yeah, like the major ones, I pretty well have mm-hmm. memorized. We have Vasquez, and she is uh, right away. She's got to uh, do some pull-ups right away to to sculpt her, keep sculpting her awesome guns. There's another guy. His name is Drake. He's completely infatuated with her. Oh, I thought that was Frost. My bad. Frost. Frost is a t- uh, taller, tall black guy. Ah, uh, okay. Drake. Yes. Drake is the yeah, pale. Drake was the Drake's one. He's a really pale, pale guy, guy, and yeah. he is. Always saying, you're awesome, uh, keep doing what you're doing, Vasquez. You're badass. She is badass. Because she is Jesus. badass. And yeah, they both start doing pull-ups. And then um, Hicks comes by. No, Hudson, excuse Hudson. me. Hudson. But that's also part of the That's part of the joke. <laughs> yeah. Hudson comes by, Bill Paxson, and says, hey, Vasquez, ever, anybody ever con- uh, con- convince you? Uh, no. Confuse you. Confuse you for a, for a woman? For a man, okay. I think, well, okay. Well, well, okay, okay. Let's start over. Let's start over. So you get at this. Then Hudson come over, comes over, played by Bill Paxson, over to Vasquez, who's doing uh, pull-ups, <laughs> and asks, hey, "Vasquez, does any anybody ever confuse you for a man? No. Has anybody ever confused? Con- 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 <laughs> well, it's like me telling a joke. This is how bad this is. <laughs> Basically, she, she turns the joke on him, and it's funny because she's awesome. Anyway, yeah, they're they're looking at and wondering what this civilian is doing here. <laughs> yeah, with they, Ripley, the pilot, then is there? I can't yeah, remember what her. name is. I don't remember is. her name, but yeah, she's she's a pilot and the weenie co-pilot, uh, Sturgemeister, something yeah. like that. <laughs> but yeah, they don't get mentioned. They get mentioned maybe once. And yeah, that's there's it. there's a few then in the background, like the medic doesn't get. Gets a line she, or two, she, but that's yeah, she gets it. a line or two, but not much. And there's a, the guy that ends up uh, carrying all the ammo later is also like that's a, Frost. That was Frost. Yeah. See, <laughs> the background ones, I I still don't have down. But yeah, so they're they're getting their clothes on, and now they're going to have a little bit of breakfast, have some cornbread, and they still don't know what the mission is, but they don't care. They're cocky. They're going to be able to take care of everything. Yeah. They know they're going to go save some colonists. And save them daughters. daughters from their virginity. Waka, waka, waka. Yeah. Yeah. Then <laughs> Hudson says, hey, Bishop, played by um, Lance Herrickson, come over here. Do that trick with the knife. And he hands him a knife. And Bishop's kind of, I really don't want to. Come on. It'll be fun. All right. Go ahead. Makes him put his hand down. And it's that famous scene where Drake comes on and holds, makes sure it holds his hand down, hold, holds uh, Hudson's hand so he yes. can't move. And then, but what Bishop does is he puts his hand over his hand to protect it. Yeah. And then does the knife between the uh, fingers. Which, because of this movie. Yep. Everybody did this. We all did everybody this. Everybody did this in grade stupid school. Stupid crap with pencils, with, with actual knives. Forks at, forks. at, at, yeah, lunch, at lunchtime. It doesn't matter what it was. We all did this so many so, times. Exactly. It's just one of those things that happened so frequently in grade school. And then I learned with Red Dead Redemption, it's called the Five Finger Filet. Oh. Is that an actual thing, or did that video game take it from this movie? I don't know. They do it in the game, <laughs> okay, and that's what they enough. call it, so maybe that's what it's called. Apparently, Bill Paxton didn't know that they were going to be doing this. Oh, well, and you know, they're not doing it at the speed in the movie, so what? it's not that bad. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> of course not. Well, that would help him get into character when they He's let him going, go. Oh, because, yeah, Bishop is going faster and faster and faster at impossible speed mm-hmm. in between. Doesn't doesn't even hurt him. Says thank you. It's fine. Goes and sits down with Ripley, uh, Lieutenant, and Burke, and then some, someone says, "Hey, Bishop, I thought you never missed because he nicked himself in his finger, and a little bit of milk comes out. Man's made of milk. <laughs> Man is made of milk. He's got white blood, and this makes uh, 
Ripley freak out because Bishop is an android. And, and in the first movie, um, Ash, that android, had orders from the company to get the alien and to kill the rest of the crew and tried doing that. That's why. So Ellen doesn't, Ellen, <laughs> Ripley doesn't trust. Spoilers. For the first movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a spoiler. It's a movie from 1979. <laughs> you haven't seen it? Tough luck. No, I've only seen scenes of it. Wait, 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 wait. What? <laughs> You've never seen Alien? No. Joe, that movie's fantastic. I own it now, so I have the there's, chance. There's two different movies. I know. You I bought the anthology. What is wrong? Joe. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I spoiled the movie. Well, no, I knew he went crazy because okay. they say so. Yes. Okay. But I didn't know the reason. Aw. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so Ripley doesn't trust Bishop, but Bishop says, oh, yeah, those old old Android models, they were a bit twitchy. Yeah, to put it lightly. I can, I can never harm anyone else. Uh, and I can never harm a human, basically. But a creepy Android like that saying that? Yeah, and yeah, how do you trust that? Lance, he's very creepy-looking man. And that's well, that's why they got him. They want I know. his it's big awesome. eyes and just staring, his large forehead and his weird haircut that he has. That's the thing. As a kid, I was never really afraid of him. No, never but really. you you always got that whole sense of he's not right. Do you really trust? Because there's sometimes where he's just staring off into space because he's probably calculating something. Yeah, and oh yeah, there's nothing behind those eyes. Monotone. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, it's all very matter-of-fact, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they say, okay, well, we're going to do the mission briefing, and they do it in the hangar bay. Lieutenant's telling them what they're about. They're going to ch- check out the colony, see if there's these so-called xenomorphs actually there that we don't believe yet. We don't believe Ripley at all. And then Ripley does a little talk, and they're like, push Believe me, we'll, we'll get them. Vasquez says something like, just tell me where the aliens are, and I'll shoot them. Then Hudson says something like, when they said... Aliens, she she thought she heard illegal aliens, and then she signed up in the Marine Corps. So still have Mexic- illegal Mexicans doing things. Yep. In, in the, the future! future. <laughs> Gotta build that wall! <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yeah, they don't really believe him, believe, believe Ripley about this. And yeah. an entire time, Hudson is just making cracking jokes constantly. Like, how'd I get out of this chicken shit operation? Well, and it's the officer. This is like his first time with this crew. Yeah. he's So he's not exactly used to it, but he read all their profiles, mm-hmm. and he tells yes. Hicks. Hicks. He calls him Hicks, and then he's like, my name's Hudson. That's Hicks over there. That's yeah, it. he gets the two confused. as yeah. Which is, to me, very funny, because as a kid, I couldn't keep them straight. <laughs> Hudson Hicks. As an adult, I can totally keep them straight, but mm-hmm. as a child, I was like, I'm the, I've, I understand. <laughs> well, I and and it shows it in experience, but I want to call Hicks Hudson because it's a better sounding last name than Hicks. Sounds Hickey and Bill. I had a neighbor with the last Bill name Hicks. Pe- oh yeah, yeah. Was he a nice? He wasn't a Hick though. Nice guy. No, they were they were very nice, very nice people. Well, I had neighbors last name Hudson. So they have a mission briefing, um, and I like that. Uh, after the mission briefing, Sergeant Apone says, Hey, Hudson, get over here. Everybody else, get your gear going. Asses and elbows. Get over, get over here. here. Get over here. I'm going to chew you out. <laughs> Basically say, I know that new lieutenant doesn't know how to treat you, but I do. Knock the frick off. Chewing a cigar, of course. Yeah. Yep. Then they start loading up the ship. 
and we have these awesome mecha suits things. Yeah, that probably are one of the cooler things so about this movie growing up was those loader mechs because they were actually there. They're not. They weren't CG'd. Yeah, they were puppets. Um, there's another person in the behind it, so there's actually two people in it. Yeah, the actor in front, and then you have another person behind. Mm-hmm. To help operate it, which is, and a bunch of other stuff. Yep, loading up missiles and stuff onto the dropship. Ripley wants something to do. Yep, she's bored. So she says she's uh, a class two license. Class two license. So I guess that's good. That's good. And class two license. So she hops in and like does a little flourish with it and mm-hmm. picks up something, and poses. Where do you want it? Ah, over yep. there. Yep. So so Hicks and uh, Apone both laugh. <laughs> Cargo bay number 12, thank you very much. And this is the first time that Hicks makes eyes at Ripley. I'm shipping okay. them. And it's also important the fact that we all now know that she knows how to effectively work. She, know how to, she knows how to work back. She knows how to work it. So then we quickly go from that to the actual loading up. Yep, putting on their gear. They're putting on their armor, getting all their guns ready. Vasquez and Drake, they both have these long, they're called smart guns or something. They're, they're like... Attached yeah. to their bodies, so like these on a steady cam rig. They were our steady cam rigs, <laughs> and yeah, they're flexing their big muscles. And <laughs> well, they were cool guns. They're awesome. <laughs> and everyone else has pulse rifles and flamethrowers and helmets, and they've all individually um, added stuff to their armor and to their guns. All the actors, and they did this on purpose to be sort of like Vietnam is was the idea mm-hmm. of. Yeah, putting like uh, cross skull and crossbones or hearts or sayings on their armor to get into character. That's what uh, James Cameron had them do. So you can and you can see that on them. I don't know. Yeah, it helps tell them. Help tell them apart. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. The sergeants, let's move. Go go go. Hup, 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 move move. Yep. Oh yeah. Hurry up and wait. Hurry up and wait. Get over. Run over to that line to stand in front before we load you up in the uh, APC ACP. Yeah, armor, you know me. APC armor. Armor personnel carrier. Yeah, I said it right yes. the first time. Poorly designed APC at that. How dare you? <laughs> this was an actual uh, revamped uh, truck. It was like a British uh, aircraft tug mover. Okay, yeah. When you say that, uh, the tires flat. and mm-hmm. how low to the ground it is, that makes sense. Because they had a cut budget. They didn't have a big budget for this movie, so they saw this because it was shot all in, in England. They Oh, okay, we can use this and just put some some guns on it and i think it looks badass it looks really cool but it would be totally ineffectual on the planet's surface no matter where you would go yeah because it's really low to the ground yes yeah but it's huge seven foot and they never use the guns on the front they have yeah mini guns in the front and a big can did they even use the cannon on the top never used any of the guns such a waste i know it's a waste but it looks awesome and uh yeah they're, (laughs) they're all lined up hurry up and wait bunch of badasses Ooh, all right Get in, get in the car. <laughs> get in the car. <laughs> get in the little car. Like a bunch of clowns. <laughs> I think they said it could only hold three people, max. So well, yeah. So they had to edit it around. The big, the inside is obviously. Way bigger. Way bigger. Yeah. Yes. It's bigger on the inside. They all get in and um, everybody's loading up and they're all hoorahing. And they're slapping all each slapping other. each other. We're a bunch of bass. We're going to take care of this. Yeah, the, the truck loads into a, a ship because it also has a picture. It says bug squashers or something. It's like a, a, an eagle with giant boots okay. on yeah. the side. I, I, I didn't notice it this time 
uh, I didn't notice until this time because I saw it in Blu-ray. Like, oh, I could actually see what that uh, it's not picture is on the side of the muddy and ship. dark. Yeah, <laughs> they're all getting in, and um, basically Hudson is just talking up a yeah, storm. He's how, doing the last checks, last and checks, and how trying to hoot and holler everyone, seeing how and... tough they are and everything like that. They're getting ready, to literally. Just, yeah, they've they've arrived at the planet. That's mm -hmm. why, and they open up the Bombay doors, basically, <laughs> and the ship just drops into orbit as it's going into, or well, drops on down into the planet. It's called a dropship. Sorry, ship yes, for a yep. I love that Hicks falls asleep. Everyone else is hoorahing. He's like, ah, eh, whatever. There's turbulence. Everyone's shaking, and he's just completely asleep. And this is a the time they have to talk to the lieutenant. And yeah, so how many drops have you done? Thirty six, thirty eight simulated okay how many combat missions two including this one oh fuck <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing yeah yep. but he's sitting there he's always like we're gonna do this by the books by the numbers we're gonna be a clean operation well that's because it's all he knows yeah exactly he's never had anything go tits up on him hudson is saying we'll keep you safe ripley we're a bunch of badasses. We got laser cannon beam things over here. Ooh, we got pulse rivals over here. Ah! At the same time, then, Lieutenant is checking all their monitors because they have heart rate and cameras. cameras on them. And he's got his own little command center right there so you can see what everybody is doing. Ship lands, drops off the uh, APC. Ship takes off. And they're zooming right away towards, um, I forgot to even mention the name of the place. Hadley's Hope. Hadley's Hope. Population 158. Pull up to the north door? Yep. 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 It's raining. They all hop, hop, hop out, and they're in two different squads as they just move up to the, the big doors. And they look around, and it's abandoned. There is nobody there. There's wind yeah. blowing. There's Quiet. Yeah, there's garbage floating around, and there's tarps flapping in the wind. There's It's quiet. Some lights are on, but it's a, it looks basically abandoned yeah and slightly trashed yep as yep they open up the doors and they can see the hallway and the grid that stuff has just been from the ceiling is ripped down there's just wires and other cables and stuff yeah it looks bad in there as they slowly go through and they say oh small arms fire here a couple of little explosions happened they're fighting against something but nobody's nobody around find some acid burns yep they find yep and then Ripley says, ha, see, 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 look, acid burns from the acid blood. And they find a couple of gerbils or whatever, because they have then these sensors that can detect movement. And they think it's something, but it's just gerbils or mice or whatever they're that gerbils. are left there. They're hamsters. Hamsters, that's yeah. what they are. So then they, uh, the commander calls it's clear, to which Ripley doesn't believe it's it. It's clear. And then they all move in at that point, because... It's yep. clear. It's good. Good enough. You're going to go in and check the mainframe computer and stuff. They find the uh, the doors that have been barricaded but broken right. through. And around that time... Well, so the last stand over in the ops yeah. center. There's some movement and ah. they all shoot at it. Yeah, because... Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah Drake is going to automatically shoot at it, but Hicks being more smart of the Marines, pushes his big gun out of the way and so it hits the ceiling and then they find a little girl... Hiding in the air vents. Yep, find her, and she's a little bit dirty, a little feral, not yeah. talking, and in, in like this little junky room with a bunch of food and clothing garbage. and garbage yeah. and whatever she could find. Girl fights a little bit trying to get away because she's terrified, but then calms down. They bring her back. That's right, and then they mm. find out that her name is Rebecca. 
but she likes to be called Newt. My name is Newt. And she is catatonic and not talking. Yeah. And they're asking a bunch of questions. The lieutenant says, well, she's useless. She's, we're not, I, I didn't get a response out of her right away. Yeah. Throw her out. Get rid of her. I don't care. But Ripley keeps talking to her and mm-hmm. just finds out that yep, her parents are dead. She had a brother, but who knows what happened to him. And yeah, she says, they're dead, okay? Leave me alone. Can I go now? The little girl plays a very good shell shock victim. Yes, very, very good. Because you can see that when Ripley is asking about these things, you can see in her eyes probably the horror that she witnessed of these monsters coming in. Mm -hmm. Um, Which Yeah, that was a very, very good. This was mentioned earlier that when Newt's family were going out, they mentioned, hey, the mom said, hey, I don't want you to crawling around those vents like the other kids and they say but all the kids do that just to show that she knows her way around the base mm-hmm. through the vents which is called good screenwriting it's not beating people over the head no nope, very subtle just some mention but it's there they set up things so then that's when they notice everyone's gathered yeah all the colonists are underneath a cooling tank in the atmosphere at, that's right the converter yeah yep. yep and then they head on over there yep they all get in the uh the carrier and head on over there. All the Marines head on out while um, basically civilians and Newt is with them, mm-hmm. stay in there and they're monitoring. And they say they're in sub level three, start working their way down. As they get closer, they can start to see that parts of the walls are changing. They're no longer just metal and they're starting to look alien like. Oh. I think the medic uh, Marine notices, oh, something secreted this or something as she touches it. Yeah. And Hudson, they're. Yeah, Hicks says, uh, secreted by what? I don't want to know what did this as it's, yeah, covering the walls. And, yeah, the tunnels are looking more like alien tunnel things, spiny and dark. And that's uh, around the time where the thought comes out that this is the cooling area. Yeah. So if anything is busted up, it's mm-hmm. going to cause a meltdown and a thermonuclear explosion. Explosion. For yep. that will wipe everything out within 30 kilometers exactly ripley says this to lieutenant who's huh what are you talking about brooks like yeah yeah yeah. those rounds that they shoot they're explosive rounds so we can't have any of those pulse rifles going off so this is when the sergeant gets them all all their cartridges and and puts them on to yeah uh, one guy except for that these are marines and they're not idiots so they a little bit, of idiot. <laughs> a little little bit. They're mostly idiots, in yeah. my opinion. And uh, Vasquez and uh, Drake, yeah, and Drake. Well, she's hiding. She them. hides a couple two extra the clips. couplers. They're, these oh, are the, clips. Oh, now. that's right. They're couplers for the energy. Yeah, because yes, so that the gun can fire. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So she hands one to Drake, and she keeps one so that they mm-hmm. have theirs. And Hicks pulls out pump action shotgun because he's a badass and, and smart. Yeah. And someone else has a regular. He just has a pistol. Yeah, some pistols. Nothing great. No, but they have, and and they say uh, they can still use their flamethrowers. Yeah, um, they keep moving their way down, and then they see a bottom of a feet of a pe- person stuck up against the wall. Then they've been cocooned and dead, and now they start to see more and more of the colonists have been cocooned up against these walls, and now they see these open eggs on the ground in front of them. And they see one person is still alive-ish as she's just completely pale, stuck up against the wall. The first thing she says is. Yeah, I think you want that too, if that way you Because chest burster, punching your way through rib cage and guts, just, oh, so much pain. I can't, oh, ow, I'd assume. <laughs> As this little alien starts ripping its way out, and then they flame it up. And it squeals, it echoes down the chambers, and then 
Sorry. The the drones all hear it and all the other start aliens. calling. Ba- what drones? Yeah. Well, they are, they're all wh- drones. Why do you call them drones? Because they're not the the main ones. They're all the expendable there's main, ones. There's a main one. <gasps> uh, spoiler! I haven't seen. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, a bunch of aliens start literally coming out of the walls because they're they blend in with the rest of the surroundings. And on VHS, they blended a lot better, but they still blend. They still very blend with well HD. on Blu-ray. Yep. Yeah. And and as I remember as a kid too is it this part was way too dark. It was really hard to see on I probably recorded this off of TV and so a little bit even crappier quality. Mm-hmm. But it was always really hard for me to see what the hell was going on. But I think that was part of the point too because they don't know what the hell is going on exactly. because they're just getting ambushed. They're just getting ripped to shreds. Yep. At least two of them go right instantly. Away. Yep. And Lieutenant back with uh, is trying to say, okay, he's freaking out. Okay, okay. Lay down, suppressing fire, and back up to here. What? What the hell is going on? What? And then entire time Ripley's yelling, get them out of there. They're dying. Yeah. And it's just a panic. They start opening fire, and they start making their way out of there. Ripley does her badass moment number That's one right. in the movie number by one. saying, oh. screw this. I'm in charge. <laughs> grabs the APC That's and right. drives it into all this stuff herself. I'm going to get it in there to get them out because, yeah. yeah, they were at the entrance. So she's busting her way in. Yeah, she smashes. She knows how to drive that thing, too. Squealing it around corners, drifting. <laughs> she's awesome. Yeah, she makes it all the way and smashes through a barricade that they had. Most of the Marines are up there. Drake gets acid. He shoots an alien. It gets acid all over him. He screams and flames hit because he's shooting a flamethrower. Actually come back and hit the APC. And then they get a little torched in there and just chaos. Yeah. yeah. Basically, it's just just chaos. And yeah, he gets killed. Vasca says, no, no. I think it's over half the squad gets Gets wiped out. Yeah. Or taken away that's true yeah yeah yeah. ripley backs it out of there and takes off right away and oh yeah then there's an alien attacks the front of the carrier almost bashes through the window windshield and almost gets her she manages to slam on the brakes knock it off and then run it over right away crushing it barrels out of the the area and hicks has to say okay lay off the throttle you're just grinding it on metal because she just needed to get out of there and just adrenaline and panic they, they calm down and then they Assess the situation, and it's not good. So, yeah, Bill Paxton's still alive, though. He, he got a little bit of acid on his arm after a shot of alien in the face. I like that there's smoke everywhere, too. In, in just I don't know. You don't know if it's from fire that happened, or I always thought it was from the acid burning of his flesh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just a combination. It just looks really, really cool. So, oh, yeah, during this time, the lieutenant, who was trying to stop Ripley, he got knocked up because a bunch of... Stuff that was loose, loose, loose in in the truck hit him in the back of the head, so he's yeah. knocked out. So right now they're discussing, well, what do we do? Ripley says the most common sense thing the of this whole thing situation is- of I think we should nuke it from orbit. And Hicks says, hell yeah, that's a great idea. But Burke is, hold on, we have to think clearly. This is a very interesting species. We have to study. We can't just go ahead and nuke this. And this is a very costly facility. Ripley's bill me. I don't care. And she says, and well, who who's in charge? This is a military operation. So Corporal Hicks, you're next in line and in charge. What do you think we should do? I say we get on a drop ship, go up from go up to the ship and nuke it from orbit. Sounds good. Let's do that. It's the only way to be sure. It's the only way to be sure. And they call the ship. And the ship Spunk starts coming Meister over. pulls his pants up and... <laughs> He finds puts some, his hand in some goo. He puts some hands in the goo. So the we pilot, all know what's going to happen. Yeah, the pilot says, hey, get your butt in here and co- help co-pilot with me. 
the door opens and it's an alien and then she gets jelly all over the windshield and then that crashes. Yeah. You I can't guess see through jelly. She can't see through. She got her. jammed. She got Oh jeez, not another <laughs> Oh We're gonna go through that movie. <laughs> I have words to say about space balls. But okay. <laughs> but the basically the ship crashes. Yes. And almost crashes and burns up the survive the remaining marine, marines so as they dodge the flaming wreckage. Big giant projection against yes. the screen that they all run from. Still looks great. In my opinion, the big effects didn't quite make it at, at this point in time. Because Maybe I have nostalgia. <laughs> two or three of those big scale wide shots, yeah. which have those... It's, it's a, a projection. Th- sometimes a projection with a model and it's shaky and it doesn't look exactly right. Yes. So, but and other than that, them, yeah, no you're problems. Right. I have no problems. But I have no problems <sighs> with it. But you're right. I have nostalgia that it just looks awesome, and I'm 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 in the movie. And even if I notice, yeah, it doesn't look that good. But yeah, mm. you're right. They they dodge a flaming wreckage, and that's when we get the famous line: "Game over, man. It's game over. What are we gonna do now? Because they have no way of getting out." And back to the ship. And Newt says, we have to go back because they come out at night. Oh, no, that's, that's why they mostly. That's why they go back. That's why they go back because Newt yeah. warns them that they're, it's getting dark. Yeah. That's when they come out. So then when they yep. get there, they, they just state the plan of, okay, we need to lock everything down. Yep, we're going we to barricade ourselves. Yep. They look at the plans. They judge where they need to put. They have these auto turrets that awesome. they're going to put up. And uh, other doors they're going to seal off. Mm-hmm. And it's decided that, oh, okay, since the computers in here cannot contact the, the use, ship. There's a satellite dish that yeah. needs to be realigned, but that connection is broken from the inside. Yep. So they send Bishop through mm-hmm. the poop chute. <laughs> yep, he, he, and he volunteers. And the entire time, Hudson is just freaking out. Man, we're all screwed, we're all screwed. He's just completely lost his cool because he's never been in the situation of this stressful situation. And two days to retirement. Yeah, he did say something about I was gonna have four weeks left or whatever, and I was gonna be out of this Marine Corps, blah blah blah, whatever. He's, Never he's, say that stuff in a movie. <laughs> Never say he, that. He shouldn't. Yeah, he's complaining the entire time. Yeah, they set up the guns. Ripley puts puts uh, what's her face asleep. Newt. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> no! <laughs> puts her down. You know, uh, yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention. Yeah, that's right. They found um, two of the facehuggers alive in the the med the medical bay. Yes. That the the colonists who were experimenting on them. They had were dissecting them and bishop was dissecting it trying Two to figure out were removed from people that and died the people yeah. died and the facehugger died the other two were did not make okay their connection to the people something and were like pried that. off and those but, were but, alive but there are two alive in in jars yes. basically yeah ripley puts newt to bed and just have a little bit of the talk back and forth uh newt says um did you have a kid yes but she's gone now basically monsters exist i'm sorry that we tell stories that monsters don't exist as parents, but we're doing it the best to protect, but they actually do exist. So yeah. we're going to get you out of here, I promise. And then to make her feel better, she tells her there's a camera. Camera's right and up there. And then she mm-hmm. also takes another step and gives away the uh, promise That's ring right. that I Hicks about gave that. her. Yeah, Hicks earlier gave Ripley a Tracking. armband tracker. And I really Fitbit. like this scene because it shows that they're making a little bit of eyes uh, to each other, kind yeah. of. That it, It's kind of like I said, it's like a promise and ring yeah. or something. <laughs> Hicks even says, this isn't an engagement ring or anything. Yeah, but, right. Yeah. 
and the way she looks at him is yeah it is <laughs> then <laughs> really not instantly. so much at that point because it's only like a yeah, few minutes she later she's something. like okay here we'll put this on you yeah and then she regifts it right away yes. to newt and this will keep you safe i can find you wherever where we can we got a tracker on you the aliens test the defense and so the automatic guns they have four of them two of them they lose their their ammo right away and then that's when bishop says oh we got a bigger problem over here come yes. look at this and they say, see that? The reactor is going to blow on on the atmospheric thing. Yeah, Big, it's a hu- huge building. And that's when they say, eh, it's going to blow up in four hours. Yes. So before we had 17 days to hold up in here, now we have four hours to get out. So he says, okay, now we got the plan to crawl through the tube. And- He's going to Shawshank it out of there. Yeah, he is. And and I really like that because everyone's like, I don't, I'm don't, i not going to do it. Or not everyone, but Hudson is, I'm not going to do that. That's crazy. And just how Bishop says, I'll do it. I'm fine. I, I don't want to. I want to preserve my life, but I will do it for you. And so he crawls through. And it makes sense that he can get away with it because he's not a life form. Yes. I don't think they that don't, the aliens no. would see him as being anything. Because they can't basically impregnate him with their with their alien their spawn so there's no point really yeah they wouldn't really be yeah drawn to him to get to capture him or kill him yeah so he's going to crawl out and contact the second drop ship from the large ship in orbit we get them down here and get them out get them out before explosions second 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 hallway second defense systems and now those guns are down too and they think oh the aliens are going to come and get us but nope they're still just testing Trying to find a way in their their mm-hmm. secure area. Then we have a little bit of scene where uh, Hicks shows Ripley how to use the uh, pulse rifle. Basically, this is what this does. And put in another clip here. Here's a reader here. The grenade launcher underneath. My gun is so awesome. <laughs> awesome props. Always love the pulse rifle. Pulse rifles look amazing. And that's one thing James Cameron did was he basically said, I want everything to look as though if it was real as possible and act that way. There was a little bit when he got the customers to put, get, make armor. And he had it on Bill Paxson. And he told Bill, run up, run and hit that wall. And he ran and did it. And all the armor fell off. And he told the customers, nope, needs to be strong. That has to be able to actually withstand, sustain on the actor to be a little more tough. Uh, Ripley is tired. She goes to the bed and crawls over, over by Newt. Newt, who is now sleeping underneath the bed with the heater because she feels more safe that way. And you can tell she's having a nightmare as well. And mm-hmm. so Ripley cuddles up. And for maybe minutes, you don't know if it's hours or minutes, Rip, uh, Ripley falls asleep, but then wakes up. Something wakes her up. She sees the jars that were holding two face huggers are now in the room. On the floor. On the floor. Empty. And, and she had put her pulse rifle on top of the bed, reaches to try to grab it, and it's not there anymore. And now there's two face huggers, and they're locked in this room. And this is where the screaming begins. Yeah. It, and it will not stop. It, it, it for it's, the rest of the movie. It's the worst part of the movie. And she's not a bad actress, uh, a, a Newt, but she's also a kid. And I don't think he's to- told her to scream. But, yeah, she's just screaming as these things are happen- coming towards him. Burke is seen turning off the monitor in there so Hick- Hicks can't see it. See, see Ripley ask, calling for help. They're locked in. The windows don't break. She gets a bright idea, though, of putting a lighter to the uh, fire alarm, so then water is coming down. Some tricks never get old, I guess. Yeah, it works yeah. because they get uh, alarmed to the situation. They shoot the window, break in, and Hicks does a barrel roll through the window. <laughs> and, yeah, they yeah, stop I mean, the two yeah, they shoot heroically. Them. And the facehugger attacks were awesome. As one is choking Ripley around the neck, they just managed to hold it off and 
Shoot it. Shoot them both. Take them out. This is when we find out that Burke did it. Burke and did now it. everyone knows. Everybody Burke did knows. It. Yeah. But there's nothing they can do about nope. it because there is something on the. The, yep. The clank, clank. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Yep. The uh, the little sensors are going out. Oh, no. The, the, sh- the power shuts down. Now yes, there's red lights. Right. And then they get their sensors out. And basically, the aliens are coming. They're coming past the barricades. How is that possible? We don't see them. They're coming into this room. How are they into this room? Through the drop ceiling. Yep. As Hicks looks up, and there's a bunch of aliens crawling through the air vents above them. And there's a huge fight. And Burke escapes in the back. because he, And he locks everyone else in this room. Because he's a jerk. Because he's a jerk, yeah. Because Burke's plan was... For the company of he tried convincing Ripley early, in an earlier scene that it'd be good to to keep these two things alive, but Bishop said no. Burke told me to keep him alive because he wants to study him. And Burke's second theory plan was basically to have the aliens put their their eggs in <laughs> in Newt and Ripley and sneak them ba- past sneak ICC bas- quarantine exactly, which was important. And then getting money because that's all he cares about. And then all it cares about is still a bad idea if you only have four hours. And he was going to. And there's no guarantee you're going to get out of there in four hours. Yep. And his other plan was that he would kill or disable all the Marines' uh, sleep pods. Not a good plan that would have possibly worked, but just shows that Burke's a jerk. And here he is running away, and as he locks the one door out to save himself, but then he tries opening the back door, and there's an alien that eats him. Back. Door, back alien. door alien to the face. I assume the little alien mouth comes out because we don't see it. He just no. screams. Ah, he's dead. It's too bad. Bye, Paul Reiser. Dead. <laughs> There's a big firefight, and then unfortunately Hudson bites it. He's saying, "Come on, come on. You want some? You want some?" He's killing a bunch of them, but then through the floor, one of them grabs him and pulls him down, and so Hudson it, is gone. It was all right. Yeah. It was a good way to go. He did. He, he was. He was fighting. kicking. He was actually fighting. He wasn't complaining. He was. He wasn't a coward. He was fighting. Mm. Oh yeah, the lieutenant had woke, has woken up from his head wound as well. He's there. They cut their way through the door Burke locked, and they're about to go into the other door, but then they realize there's an alien there, too. And that's when Newt says, through the air shafts, duck, ducks, ducks, and they go through ducks. Anyway, <laughs> as, they're, as they're crawling through there, um, uh, Vasquez gets attacked by one that falls from another ceiling from higher up. She shoots it, but her, her legs. legs get acid all yeah. over them, so she can't crawl. The lieutenant comes back to try to help her. They're, they're getting surrounded by them, so they have a grenade, and they blow themselves up. And that That's, is a big scene for me when uh, I've watched this as a kid. Stuck with me, it's I a, think, the most. It's really good because, yeah, they're they're basically holding you know, holding yeah. each other. He, yeah, Lieutenant tried grabbing Vasquez and dragging her as she, she, she's still shooting, but they can't go anywhere, so they decide, well... Let's end it here. And she says something. Yeah. You were always an asshole. <laughs> and that's the thing is that this whole movie, she just shit on the, the lieutenant yeah. the whole time. And he put up with it. But then in the end. He's a hero. He, and he, was he a would guy. lay down himself Correct. for his other troops. And they would do the same for him. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter. It, exactly. Yeah. At first you think, oh, he's an asshole because he didn't help them out. It's just he didn't. He was so green and terrified. Yeah. He didn't. He was shell shocked. He didn't know what to do. In the end, he's a marine just like they are. Correct. Yeah. And, that, and he. Yeah. They're gonna. Yeah. He do comes what back with can. just his just his handgun and does his best with what he can while everyone else, and tells everyone else to keep going. Yeah. And so it was a very good scene. Yeah. Yeah. Sacrifices takes and yeah slow down the aliens so everyone else can escape. But unfortunately, the explosion knocks Newt down a shaft as they're trying to escape. And she says, Ripley! 
she slides down the <laughs> shaft into some water. And they ha- but luckily they have the the tracker. But as they're trying to cut through the grates to get to her, an alien snatches her and takes her away. So right now all we have left is Hicks, um, Ripley, and Bishop, who is now called down the second drop ship. As they're escaping though through an elevator, these aliens with their acid blood. Hicks shoots one in the face, but it gets acid all over him, and now he's basically done for the movie. For the movie, yep, he's got it all in his on his left arm and face, and he's being carried by basically. Ripley up to the ship who's now there with uh is there with Bishop and she says we're not leaving a bishop and bishops we're not why aren't we leaving <laughs> because they only have 45 46 so, minutes yes, left that's right yeah so kind that's of, why he's confused yeah we we don't have yeah some half an hour left or so they were expecting i think 26 minutes but it, they were able to shave time <coughs> off of it so he, bishop was all proud he's like yeah i got it here even yeah. sooner than expected <laughs> Wait, we're not leaving now? What? The Ripley gears up. She gaffer tapes a flamethrower and a pulse so, rifle together. I, the whole getting ready to go scene, even though in the end it's not much of anything, it's always been a really cool gear up sequence. Yeah, because she, yeah, she's getting a bandolier with all the with all the grenades on them. And, yep, she's suiting up for, for battle. Basically, we're going to take the ship over, the, the drop ship over to where they drug uh, all drug the Newt, other people. All the other people who Newt to. And right before she's about to leave, she says something to, to Hicks and says, I'll be back, Hicks. And then he says, the name's Dwayne. Or just says Dwayne. And then she says Ellen. Aww. He said they're actual first they're names to each date. other. They're going to totally date. They're going to totally date. He's all bandaged up because he's got Acid face and arms, and he really he is out of it. Bishop says, "I'll stay here as long as I can because it's getting worse and worse. Oh yeah, the, the building's got lightning, explosions, and flames everywhere. It's not going to last much longer." And the uh, ever-present PA system informing yes. her you of have, how much time she has you, left you have to 16 live. Sixteen minutes to be clear of for detonation for a safe zone, and she gets in the elevator and she starts loading up the shotgun. The doors, the way the doors open. And she's there ready to do battle, turns on the flamethrower. And she also has little flares that she puts down so she can yeah. find her way back. And she is so freaking smart because as she's making her way down, she can see that the alien tunnels. She shoots a uh, fire down there from mm-hmm. the flamethrower because it's hard to see those aliens in the wall. So if she hits something, yeah. they'll pop down. The only thing that I thought about that the whole time is... What if Newt's been put into the wall where you're firing that? True, true. Now you cook Newt. Pretty good. But yes, yes, I understood why in she theory, was doing it. Yes, in but theory, But all I yes. could think of was, you're oh, right, God, yeah. thank God Newt's not there. But, but she knew that it wasn't, she was probably yeah. in the third floor. Yeah, she floor, paid attention when, when they, they went earlier. through because those people didn't start showing up till well into that one room. Yeah, the further down. As she makes her way down, she finds a tracker that's been knocked off. But luckily, Newt screams because she's tied up or in a in a cocoon yeah. with goop and the egg opens up and there's a face hugger coming out. And so Newt does her terrible scream. Ripley comes down, saves her, and the building's exploding as well. And so she starts running, and then she realizes she ran into the wrong room. There are eggs everywhere. And I always remembered this room being at least ten times larger yes, than what it too. was. Wow, that's really true. And it is, it's very small. It is. It's not that big of a room that the yeah. shot is done in. Yeah. But the implication is, like, this is an endless room of that's, eggs. Yeah, that's really the idea. Of there's a bunch of eggs everywhere, everywhere and... Now there's a new egg being dropped down from a gross sack as the camera follows the sack as a bunch more eggs inside of it. And there's a giant alien queen. 
they discussed this earlier. How did all these eggs get here? There's hundreds. There has to be something laying these things. So they had the idea that there's something they haven't seen before. And yeah. Here it is. And she is a giant puppet awesomeness. All so of them awesome. are awesome. Everything's great. <laughs> it, it, I think they said it took 14 to 16 people to operate wow. that this huge queen puppet. There's like two guys in there, like side by side, moving different arms. And anyway, it's just this awesome. There needs to be more, more large that. puppets like on that scale mm. in movies because that makes it look real. Yeah, it's it's right there in front of Ripley, and she starts to back up, but then a bunch of the drones, as you said earlier, are starting to come out from her left and right. But she makes eyes with the or makes or says basically, I'm going to not makes eyes, but I'm going to torch all your babies if you don't back off. Okay, the queen understands because it. Are intelligent, and they start. She starts making her way, and then she says, "Screw you!" Basically, and yeah. just torches the room with flames and unloading. She, she didn't have to do this. She didn't, but because this is going to happen no matter what, it's going to blow up no matter what. But she flames the entire room and shoots a bunch of grenades into the queen's sack, egg laying sack, and explodes. And then the queen detaches herself and starts chasing. Makes her way back because she put the flares down into the elevator. It takes too long. And the elevator should have already been down there. Why isn't it down there? Because she pushes the button and it's back up again. Sometimes elevators uh, regulate where they stay in order to service more floors efficiently. I think it was more for the plot and excitement waiting for the elevator to come down. What? I think it was more for that as the queen is coming. <laughs> anyway, but they get managed to get on the elevator and go up. But then another elevator to the right. That's pops what you down. get for slapping the button so many it times. It so many times. And the queen's, huh. I think I'm going to ride the elevator well, up. She did that. I'm, I get to do the same thing. Things are exploding. Ripley and Newt get back to the top, and Bishop is gone. That son of a bitch robot left without me. They always do. They don't always do, but then the robot comes back, and because the platform was exploding, basically, yes. he couldn't stay there as stuff is falling down, and they manage to get on the ship. They get hooked a little bit by some garbage, and but they manage to make their way out, and they ride the blast as a huge oh, yeah. explosion. Well, they were well. They were sorry. I they're know. well ahead of this blast. Yeah, I know. With the awesome music that they play in all the, well, they used to play in a lot of action trailers. That dun 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 boom explosion, and they make it back to the other ship. And they're safe and sound. Hicks is basically, he's out. They, I think they drugged yeah, him to yeah, because all the pain drunk. that he was in. Bishop basically says, I'm sorry I had to leave to scare you, but did I do good? Finally, Ripley says, yeah, you did good. Good job, buddy. Slash! <laughs> then he has a, he starts barfing out milk and, and yogurt <laughs> out of his mouth for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> the alien queen managed to grapple on to the, the garbage or on, in cause one of gar- the... Because he's in uh, the, the landing gear. Landing gear, yeah. She managed to squeeze her way in there and punctured with her awesome tail, hitting hitting Bishop and pulling her him up. And then ripping him apart. Oh, that's awesome. And milk goes everywhere. I, I just remember watching Great that scene. as a kid and just being baffled by... It what there's tubes and what just I my brain couldn't handle it the first in his gut because his, his, his yeah, guts are all tubes and that's what was yes. inside of the android I I, <coughs> I didn't know what an android was either sure it's just sure. like yeah he's got synthetic uh, looking guts like yeah they're they're and yellow-ish. obviously his processors are freaking out now because mm-hmm. he can't really fully control himself very yeah he well. falls to the ground and he's Flailing a little bit, half of them, upper half is still there. Shocked is what's happening. 
Very cool. Yep. Ripley tells Newt to run. She climbs underneath some stuff. Ripley goes and barricades herself in the door. Uh, the queen is trying to get Newt underneath the great the grates. And then we get the, Ripley gets in the loader mech and says the famous line, get away from her, you bitch. They have a really good fight as she manages to get the queen into a headlock with one of the pincers and a welding torch to keep the head mouth, head mouth tongue, head. head mouth head thing that snaps out, <laughs> almost hitting her a couple of times and the tail almost hitting her. And she gets the idea, well, I did it in the first movie, but I can't tell you. No, I, oh, I'm going to ruin that movie. I knew that happened. Okay. She says that she Okay, did it. I don't know. Oh, can't believe you didn't watch Alien. <laughs> okay, anyway, so while I did in the first movie, I'm going to do it in this one. I'm going to blow her out of the airlock. And so she throws, basically opens up the airlock, throws the queen down, but the queen manages to pull the loader down as well, and they fall down in the big crash. And as Ripley is trying to cl- cl- climb her way out, Clog holds her down, and but she manages to hit the controls to open up the... Pod bay doors. Pod bay doors, yeah. As the alienist queen is sucked out and <laughs> flails in space. With tiny T-Rex arms. Little T-Rex arms. But gone. But Ripley's so ripped she managed to pull herself up. Well, here's the thing. Is that at a certain point, the yeah. pull is not going to be as great anymore yeah. because the atmosphere that is inside the mm. ship would have emptied. Well, it's a really big room. It's the one scene I really don't care for in the movie because it's not well, yeah, I agree. It's like... The one scene, like, eh, she's holding... So the queen is holding onto her leg and she's holding on with one arm wrapped around a bar. The pants or something would at least rip. And her and arm would have ripped, pants. I think. no. Yeah, I think, I, or her dislocated shoulder, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But it, actually, she pulls herself out, and if you are a physicist and you can do the mathematical equations, we'd like to hear. Yeah, well, I think you know, need to know the dimensions of the room because of all the air that's being blown out into space. How much the queen weighs? How much muscle mass does Ripley have? Anyway, <laughs> but as it's being blown out, uh, Newt almost gets sucked out, but Bishop. Being awesome, man. Even he's only half an android at this point. Grabs her, and saves her. He even flops over to get her. Yep, reaches and grabs her, and they make it all out. Put themselves to sleep, and that's really the end of the movie. They're going to go back to Earth. And all, all I can do at them. the end of this movie now is just seethe in anger over how yep. the third one starts. Correct. Oh, I didn't see the third one. No, I'm joking. Well, I'll tell you. Oh yeah, and that's the biggest problem is when the third one came out. The movie starts off. I think there's a fire on the ship. They get jettisoned. Picks. And Newt die. Bullshit. So stupid. Because we follow through all this movie. We're rooting for them to make it, and they get killed off screen, basically. Just for the pure fact of not convenient for the next story. It's not story. convenient for the next story. Whole movie is another mess it's and other thing hole. to talk about. It's shot very well because it's David Fincher, but the story isn't there. But that's a that's Well, a we different... could talk about we... Aliens 4, Resurrection, which has a great director, but the producer... Who's the director? Jean-Pierre Jeunet. Oh, that's right. And it was written by Joss Whedon, too. And it and has Jean-Pierre's... That's right. His stable of actors correct. from City of Lost Children. I forgot that he did that. There's so many awesome things, but the movie is just and, doesn't happen. And that's what sucks, is you have four movies... The first two are amazing, and then they just screw it up. And then there's Prometheus, we won't get into. <laughs> but this movie is amazing. Yes. It still holds up. It's one, a huge action movie with such a small budget. They used every trick that they could at the time with miniatures and, yeah, matte paintings, rear projection. Sure, you can see the age in some of that. You can tell, oh, that's a model. Doesn't matter because it, the movie does such a good job getting you into it that it doesn't I think it's the care. standard standard bearer of sci-fi horror. Yep, yep. It's, you you can't yep. 
if you can yeah. get better than this, yeah, holy crap. No, but has anyone done it? And I don't think no. so. They've copied this movie numerous times, and they've copied Alien as well. And they're two different movies. This one is much easier to watch because it's more of an action. Where Alien is more slow, mm-hmm. but it's it's they're two different movies, but they're both amazing. This one I do like more and have seen a lot more, even with with nostalgia. I say if you haven't seen this movie, and <laughs> I ruined it all for you, but no, nah, it's fine. no, check it out. Yeah, great yeah. movie. Well, I have it on Blu-ray, and I was so happy to get it because I'm like, now I own a copy. I can actually watch it. This is my favorite Jam- James Cameron film. I can tell you what my not favorite James Cameron film is. Oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> Do you like The Abyss? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great movie, too. Now, oddly enough, there are some scenes or sequences in this that I look at, and I'm just like, holy crap, it's like you could switch yes. that into The Abyss. And even even Avatar 2 with those Marines, it, they, all his movies all feel the same, except for Titanic. Uh, he has good action. There's good things in Titanic. Mainly all the set pieces. Correct. The amazing set pieces, a little bit of action. But again, different movie. <laughs> yes. And I also have to give props to the uh, soundtrack. James Horner. Yes, that that's also very true. I almost yeah. When I saw very his good. name come up on screen, uh, I had no idea he had done this, and it was one of those mm-hmm. moments of like, oh, James Horner did the music for this. He passed away, didn't yes, he? Yes, he did. Yeah, but yeah, very good soundtrack. Uh, very much in the style of the genre. It, it it wasn't something else put into it. It was this is kind of what sci-fi horror should sound like. Uh, agreed wholeheartedly. Very much in love with this movie. Um, the other thing is that uh, I've heard other people mention this before, but this is probably one of the uh, most feminist action movies. Well, that too. Yeah, we didn't even bring that up because our hero is a woman yeah. who's a mother. Yep. Who loses her child. The one survivor of the planet, female. Yeah, yeah basically. The villain, which is female, the alien queen. Is yeah. a, not only just a female, but a mother as well. That's true. And they all freaking duke it out they to do. who's going to murder the most. Yeah, <laughs> it happens. And I forgot when Ripley comes up and Newt hugs her, she says, Mommy. Yes, and I caught that this time. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. I never registered that hugs before. Her. It holds her. And that's why it's such a, the third movie is such a betrayal to these characters and, and to the franchise, really. Yeah. Ripley is a badass fucking character. She's great. Even in the subsequent films that are Correct. as no, good. She's, she's still great. Still badass. Also, Gordon Weaver's amazing. Blu-ray? Yeah. It was my first time watching this in HD. Really nice to see a lot of some of the details. But then, Agreed. planet side, when they're outdoors. You can tell. Okay, good. let's spend less time out there. And no, when, I, when I watched it a couple times, I could see, yeah, that's a matte painting. But when you're first watching it, you're in it, you're in the action, oh, yeah. so you, you don't pay attention. But if you're looking for it, it's there. I watched the documentary behind the scenes that came out in 2003, mm-hmm. which is, I think, three hours long. I have two it, discs it's very of good. extra behind-the-scenes stuff it's, for all these It's things, really so. good. It just talks about how they had a hard production with this because it was in, in England. All the English people love Ridley Scott because he's English. He's Sir Ridley Scott. So all the people on the crew didn't like James Cameron because he's American. This is only a second movie. So they had a lot. And they, he also didn't like that they had tea at 4 o'clock. And he's like, no, we have to keep shooting. We're in the middle of a scene. Nope, tea time. It's funny because that's almost the same exact way that the English felt about George Lucas shooting Star Wars over sure. there. Definitely check that out too. <laughs> the documentary. I think it's called Superior Firepower. That was Aliens. If you want to get a hold of us and tell us about physics and getting sucked <laughs> out of airlocks, you can email us. Blowing at- out. You get blown out of airlocks. You don't get sucked out. Hey, hey. 
I want to get sucked out of an airlock. Oh, bye. <laughs> Wait. More dick jokes? Okay. Email us at therewinderspodcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at The Rewinders Pod. You can find this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Please rate and review. What I learned from aliens is if you're barricading yourself in a room, always check the vents and barricade those two, whether it be aliens, zombies, or raptors. What I learned is if you want to live longer, you live in the vents. Yeah, the vents. It's with the vent you, people. That's all you got to do. Oh, yeah, I got to say the thing. We are the Rewinders. Thanks for listening. Bye. I can't do it now. Wait. <laughs> 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 <laughs>